Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday the 24th of June 2022. Later on, Cami will be talking to our CEO Alan Calder about the latest cybersecurity and privacy trends and why organisations need to take a defence in-depth approach to cybersecurity to meet the challenges they face. But first, here's the news. The delivery company Yodel has suffered a cyber attack which has delayed deliveries and disabled its tracking service. Details remain scanned with an FAQ page on the company's website merely confirming that its IT team, supported by a digital forensics group, was investigating the extent of the incident and will provide an update as soon as it's able, which suggests it's still very much in the early stages of its incident response efforts. The cybersecurity researcher Kevin Beaumont tweeted that he'd heard it was a ransomware attack, but whether or not that turns out to be true, Yodel hopes to resolve the situation as quickly as possible. It's not yet known if any personal data has been breached, although as Yodel requires names, addresses and other contact details to deliver items to its customers, its databases would obviously be attractive to attackers who could use the information, among other things, to craft phishing campaigns. Yodel therefore warns customers to be alert to any unsolicited and unexpected communications that ask for their personal information, or refer them to a web page asking for personal information. And, if you're asked for personal information by anyone claiming to be a Yodel employee, you should contact the company immediately. Talking of ransomware attacks, the ALF V, or Black Cat ransomware gang, is apparently trying a new approach to pressure its victims into paying up. It started letting anyone search the data it's stolen to see if they have been affected. Usually, a ransomware attack will encrypt victims' data, rendering it inaccessible until a ransom is paid, at which point a decryption key is, theoretically at least, provided. However, corporate responses to ransomware have been steadily improving in recent years, with increasing numbers of organisations heeding expert advice not to pay up. So, the criminals behind the extortion attacks have had to adapt, often threatening to publish exfiltrated data online as a means of encouraging its victims to pay, and then selling that data to other criminals if they don't pay. According to Bleeping Computer's Lawrence Abrams, the Alfie or Black Cat Gang has recently created a website to allow the public to search the 112 gigabytes of data it claims to have stolen from a hotel and spa in Oregon, data that apparently includes information about hotel guests and their stays, and personal information relating to the hotel's 1,534 employees, including their names, social security numbers, birth dates, phone numbers and email addresses. As Abrams explains, instead of just leaking the data on their normal Tor data leak site, the ransomware gang took it a step further and created a dedicated website allowing employees and customers to check if their data was stolen during the attack on the hotel, as well as creating data packs for each employee which contained files related to that person's employment at the hotel. As long as organisations are willing to pay ransoms, ransomware attacks will continue, but you have to wonder whether they'll continue if the criminals behind them feel they have to go to this much effort to induce their victims to disregard best practice and hand over their money. As with so many things, prevention is better than cure. The best way you can prepare for a ransomware attack is by regularly backing up your data, or, if that's excessive, the data you really can't afford to lose, and implement robust incident response plans so that if the worst does happen, you can return to normal operations as quickly as possible. On the 17th of June, the Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport published its response to its consultation on the future of data privacy law in the UK, which currently comprises two complementary laws governing the processing of personal data, the UK General Data Protection Regulation, which took effect after Brexit, and the Data Protection Act 2018, which supports it, as well as the Privacy and Electronic Communications Regulations 2003, known as the PECR or PECA, which cover electronic marketing, the use of website cookies, the security of public electronic 
electronic communication services and the privacy of those services users. The DCMS response clarifies the government's position as outlined in the official briefing notes for the Queen's speech, which announced the Data Reform Bill last month, claiming that it should create over £1 billion in business savings over 10 years by reducing burdens on businesses of all sizes, such as excessive paperwork and other obligations that have little benefit to citizens. This, despite the fact that a substantial proportion of respondents to the DCMS's own UK Business Data Survey 2021, published last month, felt there'd been benefits to their business from the GDPR and DPA 2018, and only a quarter of respondents reported seeing no benefits. According to the DCMS, the proposed changes introduced by the Data Reform Bill will include requiring organisations to implement privacy management programmes, removing the requirement to designate a data protection officer in favour of a senior responsible individual, introducing a more flexible approach to data protection impact assessments, simplifying the requirement to keep records of data processing activities, aligning the data subject access request requirements with the Freedom of Information request regime, introducing an autonomous framework for international data transfers that reflects the UK's independent approach to data protection, and removing the need for organisations to display cookie banners on their websites. Until the bill itself is actually published, it is of course impossible to comment on it with any degree of accuracy, but these proposals suggest that the reformed law will not deviate from the EU GDPR to any extent likely to cause the European Commission to withdraw its adequacy decision, which allows for personal data to flow from the EU to the UK unhindered. I'll be following the progress of the Data Reform Bill closely and will update the free information pages on our website in due course, as well as discussing any updates on this podcast. Until then, you can find all the information you need about current UK data protection law at itgovernance.co.uk slash data hyphen protection. That was the news. Now, as the cybersecurity and data privacy risks facing organisations only continue to increase, what's the best way to defend yourself and ensure that should the worst happen, you're adequately prepared? Earlier, Cami caught up with our CEO, Alan Calder, to discuss the latest trends and the approach to cybersecurity that every organisation should take. So let's just dive straight into it. What are the key upcoming cybersecurity and privacy trends that organisations need to be aware of for this financial year? I think of them more as mega trends than just trends. And so yeah. the one mega trend really is the arrival of regulation in the cybersecurity space. So we'll see uh, across the UK, the US, uh, Europe, a, a rapid expansion in the number of laws and regulations requiring organizations of different sorts to take different kinds of steps to improve cybersecurity, to improve incident reporting and so on. That's a very big shift from um, it being something simply encouraged to something being uh, required by law with pressure on company directors to demonstrate their skills and competence around cybersecurity. Second mega trend will be enforcement of privacy regulation. We've had the big trend of lots of countries bringing in regulation, followed by um, not a lot in the way of enforcement. Uh, We'll see a huge shift in the way of enforcement over the next couple of years, combined with a growing number of private sector law cases, uh, class action suits being brought against organisations for failing to comply with their um, obligations under a GDPR or, or, or CRPA or whatever it is. So there are two mega trends. What does an ideal defence in depth strategy look like? So um, 
it depends in depth or, or from our perspective, really, we should be talking about cyber defense in depth because um, uh, traditionally people think of defense in depth as being something that's done by organizations like BAE and Kinetic and so on being um, uh, uh, military defense in depth. The, the concept's the same, but we're talking very specifically in the cybersphere. So uh, we're talking about uh, building a set of layered defenses that enable an organization to respond to the range of today's cyber attacks. And that kind of starts with um, a detect uh, level that identifies uh, um, uh, attacks on vulnerabilities, whether human or technological, uh, a protect layer, um, a much more advanced management layer that ensures that you're identifying and applying appropriate risk management controls across the organization, uh, a respond layer recognizing that breaches are going to happen, they're going to get through um, and being able to respond with instant response, business continuity management and so on. Um, and of course, uh, when all of that fails, you need to be able to recover the organization. So insurance of the kind that you can get through our CSAS uh, team and as part of the CSAS offering uh, is a big part of building a kind of five layer uh, cyber defense in depth model. Thank you, Cami and Alan. Well, that's it for this time. As ever, if there's anything in particular you'd like to hear us talk about, please get in touch, either by leaving a comment on the blog or via Twitter at ITGovPod, that's my account, or at ITGovernance, and we'll do our best to cover it. Talking of social media, thank you to all the new followers, and thank you to Spike Tiger on SoundCloud for the welcome back. Glad to be back. We'll return in a fortnight, but until then, our archive is on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can find everything you need to implement and maintain cybersecurity defense in depth on our website, itgovernance.co.uk.